0: that many of the ideas of the Protestant Reformation took root in Europe decades, perhaps even centuries before Martin Luther nailed the 95 Theses on the Wittenberg church door in 1517. The story of how is fascinating, albeit circuitous. The Valdensian, or Leonist movement, traced its origins to the long-rumored but never-confirmed fourth missionary journey of the Apostle Paul to the far-western Roman province of Hispania citerior modern-day Spain. "'I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain,' he wrote in Romans 15." A generation later, Clement of Rome claimed that Paul did, in fact, complete the journey, asserting that after he had preached in the East and in the West, he won the genuine glory for his faith, having taught righteousness to the whole world and having reached the furthest limits of the West. According to tradition, after departing from Rome, Paul made his way northward— toward the heart of Europe, and as he passed through the valleys of the Italian Piedmont, he planted churches. While these pioneer churches would remain in continuance with the common early church up to the time of Constantine, they later separated themselves from the Roman church to preserve their vision of primitive Christianity. Thus, according to church historian E.H. Broadbent, In the Alpine valleys of the Piedmont, there had been for centuries congregations of believers calling themselves Brethren, who came to be widely known as Valdenses or Vadois. They traced their origin back to the apostolic times and continued uninfluenced by the relations between church and state existing at the time. Now, one of the sources for this extraordinary claim was the narrative account of Ranerius, a 13th century Vatican-appointed inquisitor. In 1259, he wrote that the Valdensians, or Leonists, were more resistant and pervasive than any of the other sects, like the Cathars or the Albigensians, that had been eradicated by the Roman Inquisition. He wrote, "...among all the sects, that there is not one more pernicious to the church than that of the Leonists, and this for three reasons. First, he said, because it has been of longer continuance, lasting from the time of Sylvester or even the apostles. Second, because it is more general, for there is scarcely any land in which it does not exist." And third, because while other sects, through the enormity of their blasphemies against God, strike horror into the hearers, this of the Leonists has a great semblance of piety, inasmuch as they live justly before men and believe every point well-respecting God, together with all the articles contained in the creed, not only They abhor the Roman church and the clergy to which the multitude of the laity are ready enough to give credence. Thus, Renarius remarkably confirmed that the Valdensians uh, could indeed trace their history as far back as Sylvester, the bishop of Rome during the reign of Constantine, and perhaps even to the time of the apostles themselves. Renarius also confirms the widespread geographical dissemination of the Valdensians, their upright character, and their doctrinal orthodoxy. Indeed, they were, he admitted, only a threat to the hierarchy of the Roman prelacy. It seems that the northern Italian Alpine Valleys did, in fact, have a primitive Christian faith independent of the Roman Catholic Church stretching as far back as the Apostolic Age. Indeed, there was a long tradition of fierce independence in all of the churches of northern Italy and even into southern France. The succeeding bishops of Milan, for instance, following the example of the illustrious Ambrose, had operated autonomously from the Bishop of Rome for over a millennium before finally being forced against their will to accept the Pope's authority in the 11th century. Thus, the French reformer Peter Valdo and his 12th century followers, the poor men of Lyon, were not the progenitors of the Valdensian churches in the Piedmont Valleys, but rather latecomers to an already existing movement. The names Vaudois, Valdensis, and Valdenses are apparently derived from an area called Valdes in the Cotian Alps. Many historians rightly associate Waldo and his popular efforts with the Valdensians. Some even assume that the movement was named for him. But there is now ample documentary evidence that the Valdensian movement existed long before Waldo ever appeared on the scene. There are, for instance, official Vatican Inquisitor references to the Valdensians from before 1150, long predating Waldo's conversion. In fact, it seems that it was only after Waldo and his followers were harried by persecution into the Piedmont Mountains that they joined with the like-minded Valdensians. Both movements— called for a radical reform of the church's hierarchy. Both sought to purify the church's ethical practices. Both looked to the scriptures as the only reliable guide for faith and practice, and both attempted to proclaim the clear and understandable gospel of grace to ordinary people everywhere. In other words— They held to the doctrinal distinctives that would later mark the Protestant Reformation, but centuries prior to Luther, Calvin, Zwingli, Butzer, and Vire, Waldo was no doubt a powerful and effective preacher and organizer. He shared the ideas and ideals of a primitive and scriptural faith with the Valdensians, so it's not surprising— that when he merged his movement with theirs, it sparked an enthusiastic renewal. At the end of his life, apparently Waldo traveled north into the heart of Europe, where he preached in Bohemia and Moravia for several years by the time of his death in 1217 he had made a lasting impact, one that would eventually spark the reforms of Jan Milic, Jerome of Prague, and even Jan Hus. Each of these interwoven historical threads remind us that there is never a time when the light is altogether shrouded. There is never a time with the truth altogether overcome by error. There is never a time when the good news and glad tidings are silenced by the clamoring of a world gone awry. And this affords us perennial hope for both resistance and reformation. I'm George Grant on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. For more information and for resources, go to georgegrant.net.